All right, and welcome to Breakthrough, the Hamble podcast. Um, I'm your host, Steve Plummer, and it's great to be with you once again. It's It's been a while between sessions, but it's, look, life gets in the way. We all get a bit busy. Uh, with me, in, I'm going to call it the studio today. I've got Chris Shaw. Chris? Hey, hey, Steph, how are you? Good, mate. How are you? And it's good to be back finally in our, let's say, living room or studio with a good coffee. I was missing that. For, yeah, it's good. That's right. And we're in the same room again because we've been... Uh, yeah, we've, we've done this remote a few times and uh, now we've had our tour of duty in Canberra and we're back in Sydney and yeah, it's good to be back. And today we've got Bevan Calvert all the way from Germany and it's just ticked over midnight for, from over there for Bev. Bev, how are you, mate? Yeah, good, thanks. Thanks uh, for having me on the, on the show and it's, uh, yeah, it's great to, to be hearing a bit of uh, Australian uh, Hamble and commentary uh, from uh, from Germany. It's uh, it's great stuff, guys. Yeah, fantastic. Thank you. So, look, I'll give a I'll give a brief introduction to Bevan, and as as we sort of move through the show, I think you'll, you know, things will unfold. But um, you know, Bevan started off his you know playing days here in in Sydney, uh, and in in, in two thousand and four. Uh, and then moved over, started playing in Denmark uh, for a, uh, for two clubs there. I'm gonna, I always pronounce these wrong. So we got Reba HK and TM Tonda. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you enjoy when I go through these. Um, and, and then made his way uh, to to Germany, um, where he played for a few clubs, Altenholz, or now we have Mecklenburger Steer, and uh, really, I think Conrad, the, the peak there was a TFR Kiel. Uh, we we played there and won the triple crown and um, you know, played in the first division there. Uh, a brief a brief transfer to the Sydney University Handball Club of the Super Globe and then and then back to some uh, back to some back to some German clubs. Um, but look, I think we were talking offline beforehand. Yeah, you know, handball's a game that really can take you. It can take you everywhere um, around the world. Yeah, definitely. Um, no, I had the, the luck that uh, I made the straight jump uh, over to Europe, um, but uh, there can be a lot of stops along the way. Uh, there's been previous uh, players uh, making debuts in uh, various locations in uh, East Asia or in the Middle East, um, so it's definitely a sport um they can take you wherever you want to. There's some previous space players from Sydney, also in the US now, I think, as well. So that's picking up there. It's also good to hear that uh, that the US are getting into it as well now. So hopefully they can uh, spur another another go over over there and uh, uh, encourage other Western. Uh, uh, countries so to to have a dig. Yeah, awesome. So, so I mean, look, let's wind up by what right back to the beginning. How did you get started with handball? Where did you find it? Um, I had uh, the absolute luck um, back in high school that uh, my school was offering it uh, as uh, a school sport, um, and I first got involved uh, through a knockout tournament, uh, which was being organized by the uh, New South Wales uh, Federation, which they have uh, yearly, and uh, kind of got uh, scouted there. Um, 
from uh, legend uh, Alex uh, Gorillage and uh, the the Chung brothers. And uh, yeah, they just said, uh, look, uh, you've got some, some great skills. Uh, how do, would you feel about uh, playing for uh, the, the, the youth, uh, uh, New South Wales squad? And kind of just uh, took off from there, started playing at the, the high school uh, regularly. Um, then uh, found myself uh, a club where I could uh, play it outside of, uh, of high school in, uh, in Sydney. Started off at uh, at uh, Hills uh, Handball Club and transferred to Harborside uh, Handball Club in Sydney um, that we wanted to develop the junior team pretty much as a as a individual team in the in that Sydney based uh, um, competition and then yeah. One step after the other, went from the the new uh, New South Wales uh, squad into the senior New South Wales squad. Got my first taste of uh, the uh, the national uh, training squad and uh, got the first foot into the national squad, going uh, fourth into my first uh, world champs in uh, Tunisia. And then had the luck that uh, we got an uh, overseas-based uh, coach, um, uh, Norwegian, uh, Fjestad, um, who was then based in Denmark and got me and a couple of the other boys um, over to Denmark. Uh, yeah, And uh, I got started on my European uh, tour. Right. So... What sort of yeah? So you, got, you I mean, very say very fortunate got to identified at a um, a young age, and, and and not to talk too much about yourself, even though I know it's one of your f- <laughs> favorite topics. Uh, um, <laughs> what, <laughs> what 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 skills did did they see, or what what yeah? What sort of skills do you know scouts look for in a handball player? Oh yeah, it's um, it's just a high pace, uh, agility, um, good ball skills. Uh, throughout uh, my youth, I was pretty much doing every sport underneath the sun. So I was playing a lot of uh, football or, or soccer um, from a young age. I started from the under sixes and, and played that through to the under 15s. Uh, I was playing uh, a lot of uh, basketball um at a young age as well i think i started basketball at in primary school and uh, i think with basketball there you've got a lot of skills that you can transfer over uh to handball um a lot of people come first with the uh yeah then uh, dribbling is not a problem even though dribbling is pretty much a last resort in handball um but uh, I thought just uh, just this um, knowledge of uh, of using the ball, handling the ball, um, passing, um, yeah. But uh, that's mostly skills that uh, that every sport needs, um, or at least ball sports. Um, but uh, every team sport, um, you just need this general knowledge of how to move in the in a field. 
of play. And uh, I think that's why a lot of people have uh, a problem of, of uh, acknowledging is like, okay, why isn't this taking off in Australia? Because uh, we're such a, a sporting country that um, it seems as, low, as though we're a perfect fit for it. Hey, as I say, it's, it's, it's all those ball sports. Um, I think, I mean, handball benefits them and vice versa. Uh, yeah, basketball, yeah, it's it's the sort of logical one because it's a ball moving on a court. But yeah. uh, it, it's, it, yeah, you, you got your soccer's and your footballs. And I mean, I say any team sport, as long as it's, you're moving a ball, you're moving, you know, agility, speed, or all these things. Exactly. Um, and, and I think one of the things we've been sort of going through is it's not, you know, it's a it's a sport for all you know, shapes and sizes. It's not just the you know, the big it's like basketball. I think a good big guy always beats a good little guy. But but <laughs> handball's got that <laughs> that diversity of of size for each position. Yeah, and even in the in the new age handball, um, they're also breaking those kind of uh, stereotypes as well. Um, uh, there's um, coming out of the Netherlands, uh, Smit, uh, or um, here in Swedish, uh, Vranjas, um, they're, they're, not, yes. they're not your typical um, back players, but um, they can show with the right amount of uh, individual play style and bringing something different to the court. Um, it's something that shouldn't be disregarded that, oh, you're not big enough. So, um, if there's a will, there's a way. So, um, just give it a try and, uh, you may even surprise yourself as, as a small player. Like I'm also not the biggest player, but, um, I still found my way and, uh, yeah, give it a crack. Yeah, totally. I mean, that's what, you know, yeah, we talk about handball. Yeah, you, know, you, you pick up someone on the street or about you know the school pickup line. You talk about you know you know handball and what sort of sport it is, and they go, well, well, who plays this sport? You know, I said, look, it's it it's not. They look at me because I'm, I'm I'm fairly broad, and they say, well, yeah, they all shape like you. I said, no, yeah, there's one position <laughs> which which is where it's kind of useful to be that size, but other positions, um, no. I said, look, you got backs can be tall, skinny guys. They can be short guys. You got wings who are just just speed and agility and you know, cunning and they go ah oh, so it's you know and then they start thinking about their kids and where they may fit into you know another sport and uh yeah that's something which we're having fun i mean chris is having fun identifying talent with, with some of the the sydney youth players and they got you know again a diversity there uh so yeah we've talked about the skills and we talked about sort of the pathway you went on i mean at what point did you go okay this is from, i want to make a i guess a career out of this or a life out of this um yes i guess pretty corny to say but uh, i just pretty much fell in love with the sport as soon as i started playing it back in in high school like even remembering back to my first uh knockout tournament it was just i had so much fun with this game and uh it was just something also totally uh totally different and uh, it just felt right for me and uh that's why it was just quite easy for me to to discover the next step or to go with the flow um here go find a, a club 
where you can play regularly or, or train regularly, or if someone's offering uh, a kind of um, advanced training where anyone uh, from the region wants to join in, then just uh, pitch in five bucks and you can come. I was always looking for, for the next... Uh, the next step uh, for for the game, so um, it was just yeah, pretty much uh, with the first touch, with the first experience, it was something that I wanted to uh, to get involved with. And I kind of wanted to take it to the even elite level. Um, is when I started really uh, getting into the performance levels of of handball and just thinking okay if i want to get better then i need to be in a better place that i can uh, raise my level and then of course um, as we say in australia now it's a european handball well we need to go to europe <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and as i said um we had that luck that uh the the danish based uh, coach said hey I want you in Denmark. I'm like, yeah, you can have me. <laughs> That's great. That's great, Bevan. Um, yeah, you just mentioned Denmark. Um, on 2006, you started the big journey going overseas, playing European handball. Um, tell us a little bit about it. How, how were the first steps in Europe? Um, how do you play handball? What, what's the difference? So just give us a little bit insight. Yeah. Uh, yeah um, well, it was just uh, a a big uh, wake up call um just from uh, from skill level um and and this uh knowledge of handball without thinking about it uh, they they know how the ball is moving they know how their their teammates are moving um especially in in Denmark i, f I find danish handball a very um beautiful uh kind of playing style um now there are always uh, a, a very um tempo um high tempo country which the rest of the the, the countries have picked up and uh Hamble in general is very fast now um but uh especially in scandinavia i find uh, that they're that the that the plays uh, are more of a, a main factor in their in their tactics, um, and of course you've got your your individuals there, but it's more about the the team play, uh, uh, having the focus on that. Um, but uh, getting integrated uh, over there, I had the advantage that I had uh, two uh, Australian mates also that came over. Um, so that factor of, of being alone and, uh, maybe having that worry, um, okay, if I, if I don't find uh, someone or if, if the team kind of doesn't accept me, um, then that could be that, uh, get homesick or something like that. But, um, with those two, um, uh, us together also in the, in the same apartment, no, we, we all wanted to, to, to strive for something better and we pushed each other, um, outside of, of the team, um, to, to get to the level that was required, um, to, uh, to be there. Um, but, uh, yeah, the Danes being the Danes, they just welcomed us. So 
that wasn't uh, really a factor. After one week, um, we were pretty much a big family, and we were. Uh, no, we we met before training. We did uh, we did the gym together before training. Um, after training, it wasn't about yeah just leaving. Uh, we took our time uh, on the court, maybe doing you know, seven meter competitions with each other, or uh, just talking uh, generally. Um, or even staying after training, looking at the at the the women's team uh, training a bit, um, yeah, Danish ladies and and such. Um, also very beautiful sport to look at. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that kind of led to to even being more motivated um, uh, to get uh, to get a foothold uh in in the team uh to say okay i want to be one of the starting uh uh players in that team and which uh was uh, kind of successful in my in my first season there great it's because yeah you just mentioned like the family things and steve and i we always say handball is like a big family all over the world so it means not on the court so also off the court you say you've been watching the women's team and you did something together with the gym i think you can agree it's like it's anywhere in the world yeah um that's pretty much um anywhere i'm where you get in handball um and the team is pretty much a, a second family um and when you're getting what i find it with a with australian handball is that um that that is a big handball family and i have fond memories of uh now when you when you're involved in handball then you just kind of know everyone there and uh it's really uh, like a familiar setting um even if you go to the Australian nationals, then you're meeting uh, people from Queensland, Victoria, again and again and again. It's just, it's just great um, atmosphere <clears throat> to be involved in, um, and can only highly recommend others to experience it. Yeah. So were the, I mean, the, the obvious question. So you said the Danes were very welcoming. How were the Germans when you got there? <laughs> be, be careful what you're saying, man. <laughs> Couldn't help myself. <laughs> um, yeah, they do have a reputation, but um, <laughs> I I had absolutely no problems at all. Um, they were a bit stricter. There were rules. <laughs> need to be on time don't you dare be late <laughs> um but again um they were just they were just family for for me they they, they took care of me um i had no german knowledge and they said okay no speak english we understand you but after three months you got to start talking german like oh <laughs> like yeah shit good then I have to get myself together in that aspect, um, but of course after the three months you're not going to be fluent in anything and uh, but they just appreciated that I was trying, like I would say my sentences if I didn't know something in German I would throw out the English word, or if the sentence was totally wrong they would say hey yeah that was okay but this is how you say it properly. Um, 
So that was also very encouraging um, for my development personally, um, just uh, getting settled there because that was really for like maybe the uh, first experience where I was kind of by myself and needed to do it uh, by myself. But um, the support that I received from the team and also from the uh uh, support and officials from the club. Um, yeah, it was like, they just want you to be, uh, to be happy and, uh, and they know if, if, uh, if the player is happy, then that's when they'll, uh, deliver, uh, the best handball that they can. Yeah. Perfect. Um, do you have a, a favorite, um, career moment? Oh. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's a tough one. I've, I mean, you can mention a few if you, yeah, if you can't I, pick can, any. I can mention a few because uh, <laughs> I, I don't want to have uh, just one uh, pinnacle where I just say, yeah, that's it. Um, my first major memory was uh, getting my first uh, World Championships uh, cap in, in Tunisia. That's... Uh, mm something I'll, I'll never forget putting the, the the green and gold on uh uh and uh, and hearing the anthem and then uh getting involved in such a an, an honored uh opportunity to represent the country at the, at the highest level uh unfortunately of course we didn't uh get the the win that we were looking for but uh being there also took my handball to another level, realizing, okay, so this is the world level I need to need to get myself to, and uh, yeah, not to mention, yeah, Tiavi Kiel, uh, one of the best clubs uh, in the world, if not the best in in the world, um, just being being able to train with that with that team is uh, a dream come true and then uh being involved with the yeah, with the with the daily business uh playing uh, the first bundesliga uh game uh scoring two goals in the in the north derby against uh flensburg uh, being a german uh, champions uh it was such a, a wonderful um, and crazy uh, season uh, also here with Corona and uh, and everything else. But uh, yeah, you just got to be a little bit lucky sometimes and be there at the right time and take the right opportunity. And uh, of course, uh, together with Shelly, um, you know, another world stage, uh, Super Cup. Um, that uh, we were able to pull off such uh comeback from minus 10 uh, to to drawing uh, such such a tight game and uh, of course when you're minus 10 it does feel like a win and uh, that was just a, a testament that we had such a team that did not have any kind of experience together and what we what you guys put together in, in such a short time frame was just uh yeah impressive and uh it was 
great to be involved in such a, a such a cool experience. So yes, yeah, many many uh, great uh, memories. Yeah, awesome. And so the, I mean, so the I know the Bundesliga is uh, it's it's got underway this week. Um, and look, there's actually some streaming out here. There's a few online things which we've been we've been posting. But what's it like going to a Bundesliga game or being? I mean, look, you've been, yeah, you know, from a fan's perspective, but also being in the middle of that field. What's it? What's it like? And yeah, so the North Derby. Yeah, it's uh, it's just it's intense. Like it's not intense uh, from from being afraid or something. It's just this so passionate so you, maybe you can compare it to not going to a rugby game back in australia um just that the fans are they're living this moment living this this team um giving that full support behind this team it's something really really special so um if you are joining in europe i would uh, recommend uh going to a handball game if you're in east europe Definitely go to a handball game because they're crazy. Um, um, maybe you would probably classify it as uh, that the entire fan base is ultra there, but um, it's all in good fun and in good spirit. I don't think I've ever been afraid or intimidated of of fans at a handball game very passionate but uh it's not at the level where you think hooligans at the, at a football game of course maybe you have uh, maybe one uh kind of uh outlet there but um that's what i find special with handball in general is just that uh, it's very um uh, harmonic um also from from the fan side of things that that, um, for example, um, in one of the opening games in the Bundesliga, uh, Hamburg uh, against Flensburg, that um, Hamburg got a red card, and even the the Flensburg fans were just like, "What? Why?" <laughs> there was nothing. Let him play. Um, and it's just cool things like that. Um, this uh, this culture that um, that I've revolves around uh handball here is uh is quite special yes yeah, so, so what to um so you're playing uh tiv kill yeah it was a division two this year what are your what are your hopes what are your aspirations for the season ahead yeah that's uh, the second team uh, of of tv kill yeah. and um, we're playing in the um uh, in the fourth league, so we're playing uh, Schleswig-Holstein-Hamburg league, and we want to, we haven't set our goals yet, we still need to have our team meeting about that, we are still in the, in our preseason, um, but um, with the team that we've put together, um, I'm hoping that we'll be we'll be above, uh, above average in the in the in the in the table so while not exactly going for promotion to the third league um we want to be pretty uh, aggressive uh, going up the table so that means you playing or just coaching no i'm actually um not coaching so i'm uh, i'm a full player at the moment um 
perhaps uh, just personally uh, passing on knowledge to to players uh, in in situational um, moments. Um, that's kind of why I'm there with a couple of older players in the team, uh, just to give the younger players a bit of uh, a solid uh, um, base um, to to build around um, because uh, I've kind of uh, felt it through preseason and a couple of the uh, the training games that uh, I'm no longer a 60-minute player. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think you also realize that at, uh, at Super the Super Globe, um, while I'm not a 60-minute player, if the coach wants me on the field, then I'll I'll die on the field. <laughs> but yeah, um, I remember that moment. Yeah, I can agree. <laughs> <laughs> so at the moment, um, the coaching is uh, coaching role is on on hold. I'm still looking into the licenses, but uh, this season I'll be a player again. Okay, great, great. Um, yes. Also really interesting for our young guys, especially also for our young talents in Australia. Bevan, what what is your advice or what can you recommend young players to be like a good handball player and be like, is it just talent or what, what would you re recommend like young kids or especially young young players here in Australia um, to do this step one day into Europe, maybe? Just... Um just get involved and uh and ask for help um because that's that's what's really going to get you through um there's enough experience in australia actually um to give you a solid uh, base um to get you set up for the higher levels so just ask the experience um in your local area what you need to be working on how you can work on it. Um, there's, I'm sure they've got a knowledge of exercises that, that can be easily done with or without a handball. Um, now that's one thing in Australia. Now we have pretty bad access to, to handball facilities or handball friendly, uh, facilities. Um, so there's, many other options out there to, to train for a handball without a handball and that's what I did uh, when I was young I was out and about just getting my fitness up to up to an elite level um, plyometric training getting my jumping game as best as I could um, getting my um, getting my forearms up to game <laughs> <laughs> Um, just, uh, just getting all these, uh, these handball nuanced, um, muscle memory, um, and, uh, and techniques, um, in your head, um, so that when the time comes to make the jump overseas is that then you're ready or that the country that you're heading to can see that potential and see that talent on what you've been uh, building on. 
Amazing. I've got I've got one last question, and uh, then we'll probably call it call it a night. So yeah, you know, I think it's just ticked over one a.m. for you there in in, <laughs> in Germany. But look, uh, and you can probably guess who's asked this question to come through me is: Do you think you'll wear the green and gold again? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, tape. Oh. <laughs> love you, mate. I love you, mate. Um. I'm not going to rule out a comeback, but there are many conditions that need to be fulfilled in order for me to put on the green and gold again. Um, it's just, you know, unfortunately our national program is still, um, amateur level, um, and that just puts a lot of pressure on the players. I know how it was so when I was in my youth. Um, I had the luck that uh, my mom and dad uh, could always um, stand up behind me and say, hey, do it, don't worry about it. But um, yeah, now with uh, a house and uh, two kids and a dog, <laughs> um, and with the uh, bills to pay and inflation being a bitch, um, there are certain things that need to be um, calculated and factored in before I'm able to make that commitment again. Totally, thanks. Thanks for being such a great sport with that one. But yeah, I think yeah we're seeing a lot of change in the country right now. Um, you know, people are talking about handball again in Australia. Uh, I think with Brisbane as being that shot in the arm that a lot of the uh, the old guard who were in Sydney and, and, and sort of around the time you were playing it back as well. So look, we, we, we do hope to see you in the green and gold again one day and I think you know, it, it's a good reason for us to all work towards something like that. So, mate, thank you so much for your time. It's been an absolute pleasure. And uh, maybe we should check in later in that season to see how the body's holding up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, another uh, yeah. Thanks for for the invite and uh, having me on the on the on the podcast. And uh, yeah, if you guys uh, are interested, then uh, I wouldn't say no to to making another appearance. It's been a lot of fun. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks, Bev. Have a good night. Thanks, Bevan. <laughs> see you soon. Thanks, guys. See ya. <laughs> All right, so there we have it. So we've had uh, Bevan Calvert uh, walk through his story um, of or his journey from, from Australia in through Denmark into Germany um, and onto the world stage. Um, I really do hope you've all enjoyed that. Uh, he's, some great points there for, for those who are getting started. Um, yeah, don't be constrained by you know, what you think might be limitations. Uh, you can do a lot of strength and conditioning, you know, a lot of handball without doing handball, I think. Yeah, and you do need a little willpower. And then, yeah, that one day you can end up like Bevan. So just believe in yourself and then, yeah, you can do it. Yeah. He's, he's taken a big leap and it's been a great journey for him. So look, we're going to call it there today. And thank you very much for joining us. Um, next time uh, we're, we're looking to have uh, our first... W lady on the podcast Sally Pataki yeah um, looking for it yeah she had a very similar journey to Bevan um, made her way from Australia to Germany um, and also leading gold score at, at the World Cup um, a few years back now so yeah it, it's been great to get some more perspective from her and 
we look forward to speaking to you all again next week. All right. Thank you all. See ya. See you guys. See you guys.